Welcome to Mom, I Hope You're Not Listening, where nothing is off limits. We will be diving into everything from run-ins with the law, drinking, sex, and all the other things you probably don't discuss at the dinner table. Put on your headphones if you have little ones or moms around. I'm your host, Dia Darling. Let's get real. All right, I have Mark here today to tell us about the time that he got a DWI. Hey, Mark. Hello. <laughs> he just waved. It's a fucking podcast. <laughs> they can't see you. Well, then why am I on video? So you can see my beautiful face while we oh. record, bitch. Well, then. As many I of you. that works. If if you were listening from my business, then you know that Mark is like my ride or die. I can't stand his ass, but that's my boo thing. And so you probably know who Mark is. And that is why I'm being so mean to him. Granted, I'm mean to most people. All right, Mark, tell us about yourself. Tell us just who you are as a person. Uh, I'm Mark. (laughs) I I don't know. I'm 35. I live in San Antonio. Bitch, you're 35? 34. I was going to say, I know you old, but I didn't think you were that old. Yeah, I'll be 35 in July. Yeah. Okay. So how old were you when the incident happened? Mm, It was like 2016 or 2017. So like, what, 31? You know I don't math. I do not math. We're going to say 32. I felt like you were younger than that when it happened. No, it was only a few years ago. It was like four or five years ago. It was right before I met Miranda, actually. That is the ex. I may bleep out her name. Um, So you guys should know that Mark and I have been friends since I was 18. And he's like my best friend. Um, And I remember... This night, I was texting you. You weren't texting me back. And I was big mad because, like, we have the relationship where if you don't text me back, I will send you 32 text messages and be like, where are you? What you doing? Why didn't you invite me? And I remember texting him and then him finally getting back to me, like, the next day and being like, yeah, I got a DWI. So that was my perception of the event. But let us, let me, let us tell us what happened. That's that's basically how it happened. I think it was the day after Christmas, I believe, or it might have been the day after, or it might have been New Year's Day. It was one of those two. How do you because, not remember? Because I don't remember. He's like, because he's like, because I was drunk. <laughs> oh, that too. I know it was one of those two days because Lee had come to visit and. Uh, Oh, it was we after New hanging. Year's. It was after yeah. New Year's. I'm remembering this now because that was when Lee, you're, Mar- Lee is a friend of Mark's. And one New Year's Eve, they were trying to meet me and Lee kept messaging me. And I was like, ew, why is this guy messaging me? I don't know him like that. And I said something to Mark and then Lee responded like, I have Mark's phone. Like he's driving. I'm messaging you for this reason. And I was like, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's how I know that it, it was one of those two days. I just, I don't remember. Maybe it was New Year's. It would have to be after New Year's because I would have been back in town. Yeah, it was right after. It, it might have been like the second or something like that. But um, we were out. We had gone to... Uh, what's the name of that barcade right there where uh, they ain't gonna know they don't live in san antonio i'm talking to you oh park north park right north. next to park north yeah right next to park what, north what the fuck is park north you know i'm not good with directions the, the draft house alamo dra- yeah alamo draft house yeah right oh, there you, off of that, ain't, that ain't my hood you know i don't know nothing over there where north star mall is Oh, I sure as hell don't drink over there. I think I went over there once, and it's one of the city bars, like Miami or... Slackers. Oh, okay, maybe not. Slackers, <laughs> that's what it's called. It's called Slackers. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been to Slacker, so I'm not stupid. He's just talking about shit I don't fuck with. I thought you used to live over there. 
Mm, I never live by North. Like I live closer to that that area now than I've ever have, and obviously, haven't been going out because <laughs> of Corona. <laughs> I guess so. Okay. Well, yeah. Me and Lee had gone to Slackers because Lee has this dream of opening up a barcade. And uh, if you don't know what a barcade is, it's it's a bar with a bunch of classic like arcade games in it. So and basically, a place for people who didn't have friends in high school to drink. Okay, got it. Go ahead. Yeah, pretty much. You drink and then you go and you play video games. It's super fun. <laughs> and there's other stuff like you know, there's pool tables and the usual stuff, but usually you're there for like the uh, arcade games. Anyway, not the so we went to go check it out because it's like the only barcade in San Antonio, or it was at the time. There may be yeah, more. Yeah, there's I a couple one out. I've been to one uh, off of Stone Oak before. I don't know if it's still open because uh-uh. Corona killed like everything. But I all I remember about them, honestly, is that they had really shitty ranch. And that's <laughs> a deal breaker for me. Like, I may not be white, but that is my, like, white girl thing. I like ranch, and I like good ranch. And I ordered, like, a burger and fries with ranch, and the ranch was, like, straight garbage. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. That's okay. I, I can't tell you what the what the uh, ranch was like. Did your phone just buzzard in mine? It was mine. How, who the fuck is texting you? You're on Zoom with me. Uh, a work person. <laughs> Uh-oh. He got hoes in a different area code. I wish. I don't have any hoes at the moment. <laughs> you guys, Mark is looking. Hold on. Let's let's like take a break to hear from our sponsors. Are you looking to be a hoe? Are you looking for a nice young man to sweep you off your feet? Well, we don't have that. But if you're looking for a pretty cool dude who will watch the girly shit you like and also like feed you when you're sad, then Mark is available. <laughs> truth <laughs> send your submissions to hi at mom hope you're not listening.com okay sorry sorry i'm gonna let you tell the story okay so where was i oh yeah. you you were so, you went there to check out the games and shit and yeah well, we didn't we didn't order any food so i can't tell you how the ranch, about the ranch. <laughs> but we were there and we were playing some games and somehow we got to talking about um, girls we were dating Uh-oh. and oh, this, this is bitch. when I was talking don't to... say her name Okay, <laughs> make, make up a name for her because oh. I don't want to have to beep it out <laughs> yeah. we're going to call her Trish okay well I actually know a Trish and it's oh, not her shit. so well she's Trish and she's you, super cool so do hose um, on hose on hose <laughs> No, this was when I was talking to, I don't know, Abby, Abby. sure, let's go with Abby, (laughs) Um, and uh, he was like, oh, well, let's, you know, hang out with her, call her, see what what she's doing, and we had already been drinking, because we showed up at this place at like seven o'clock, and by this time, it was like eight, maybe nine o'clock, um, So we were drinking, you know, tequila and Sprite because that's what I drink. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we were already like maybe three or four in. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? So I texted her. I was like, hey, what are you doing? You want to come hang out? And she was like, yeah, sure. So I had her come meet us at Slackers. And then um, we hung out. I had like a question you... because I thought you picked her up and that was how things happened. Okay, so how did she get there? Did she drive? Yes. Oh. I rode with Lee. So Lee had a car. Oh. I didn't have a car. And so she yeah, she drove uh, there. Okay, and sorry, then, go um, ahead. Yeah. And we hung out there for a while, probably till like maybe a probably 10 10 30 maybe uh-huh. maybe 11 um and then we decided to go to rebar i believe it was 
Okay. Because that was her spot. Of uh, course. Ratchet ass. She Just always hung out there. <laughs> um, it's actually uh, like one of the people that we mutually knew worked there. That's kind of how we started hanging out. Anyway. <laughs> um, we So we went to Rebar and we were hanging out there for a while and obviously still drinking and drinking and drinking. And uh, we... I drove with Lee to Rebar because he didn't know how to get there. And she drove her car um, and we just met her there. And uh, throughout the course of the night, um, she was, you know, like, frisky. (laughs) (laughs) Well, bitch was started drinking at 8 p.m., like... I remember that Abby was older than I am, or at least she was the age that I am now. And it's like, if I start drinking at eight, I'm going to be frisky by 11. Like, I have to slow my roll and pace it and either start drinking at like 11. But it's such like a a tender dance because it's like, okay, I know that if I want to stay out till two, granted, this isn't a problem anymore. But if I want to stay out till two, I need to not start drinking until like 1030 or 11. (laughs) But at the same time, it's like, if I don't leave the house by 10, I ain't going out. I got my sports bra on. I, like right now, I got my hair up. <sighs> that hurt. Um, I got my Netflix on. Actually, right now, before we started this, I was watching Ma for the first time, which I will bring that up after you finish telling the story. But I'm like, I was like, she was old enough to know maybe, bitch, you shouldn't be drinking all night. Yeah, I mean we had been drinking like all day and then I don't know if she had been drinking previously to when she got there but she started drinking with us when she got to Slackers and then we went to um Rebar Rebar. you know they've got a little handsy (laughs) and um so the bar closes and she's like well what do you want to do and I'm like well we can go back to my house you know that's cool (laughs) with me and uh, she was like, yeah, okay, uh, we can do that, but I can't really drive. And you know me, like, I can drink a lot. Well, see, and that, and that was the thing that I think surprised me so much when, I, when you told me what happened, because we, like, okay, obviously now we've been friends for, like, probably, like, 10 or, like, 11 or 12 years at this point, honestly, but back then, around that time, me and you were going out together regularly and you would always drive me. And even till this day, I can count on one hand the number of times I've seen you fucked up. Yeah. That's, that's why I was so shocked because I've never like, I'm like, you blind in a motherfucker, but I was never worried about my safety with you because I'm like, oh, as long as he got his glasses on, we good. Yeah. And like, I wasn't even like, drunk like stupid drunk or like impaired drunk or anything like that like we had been pacing it and uh me and lee had pulled back on the drinks probably around like 12 45 one o'clock something like that uh so i mean there was a good amount of time between when we stopped drinking and when we were going to leave the bar and so she's like, well, you can drive and, you know, we'll just go back to my house. I'm like, yeah, okay. So we said bye to Lee and he takes off um, back home, which when he stays in San Antonio, he actually has to stay out in Lavernia because that's where Ooh. his mom lives. Yeah, for you guys that don't live. know, that's like bumfuck Egypt, super far from where we live. Like me and Mark aren't like fucking neighbors when he does live here. Um, but that's so like bumfuck Egypt super fucking far you risk hitting deers and shit like fuck that shit is all I can say yeah um, like yeah, way no, I, I would have told if I was Lee I would have been like uh, tell Kyle I'm gonna spend the night on your couch I know, you, I know you're getting I, I some, I'm like you're getting some ass I'm gonna sleep over here because <laughs> fuck that long ass drive it's like maybe it'd probably be like a 40 minute drive maybe longer than that probably like an hour see no that's so stupid like even if I wasn't drinking like if you're drinking don't drink and drive call Lyft Uber but obviously we have a DWI story here so whatever but 
like fuck that like I don't want to drive that far and it's not like I get it because when I'm the type of person that when I drink I want to be in my own bed like I want like Dia likes to go home I'm I am the bitch who will be like I'm gonna go to the bathroom and then sneak out and just fucking leave like I am that person yeah. because I love to be in my home but I'm like dude you're not even technically at home you're visiting your mom like yeah you could like spend the night on a fucking couch because my bitch ass I'll, I'll want to fall asleep like no fuck that okay so you tell okay so she tells you you're gonna go to her house instead and then what what happens no no she's coming to my house you and, just said uh, that she was like oh you can come to my house no she said oh we can go to your house oh I wasn't listening sorry guys I'm like literally on pain on muscle relaxers and alcohol right now don't like I didn't mix the two but I had one earlier and apparently the half-life is like 18 hours and that's the only reason I'm doing this episode right now because I'm seriously injured and so I'm kind of okay okay sorry Mark tell your story don't you remember who Abby is how am I gonna go to her house oh so okay so this is the thing Abby has like eight kids (laughs) (laughs) three is it two or three I think it's three so this girl has three kids oh god i honestly don't remember so basically i've never met any of them she has a bunch of kids and i used to tease mark about this because me and mark have both decided we don't want kids we've told our mothers they understand we well your mother understands (laughs) they don't understand they've heard it they but she doesn't (laughs) my my when i was growing up my mom was like don't get you going to man don't get you no husband. Don't have no kids. Like, I have the only mother in the history of the world that's like, you don't need to get married. And I'm like, but I want to get married. And she's like, nah, you'll be fine by yourself. And I'm like, the fuck? You were married? You've been married three times. <laughs> that's a whole different episode. Um, yeah, so she had a bunch of kids. So obviously that's why Mark didn't go to her house. Okay, sorry. I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> well, that's not the only reason. But anyway. Um... <gasps> did she was she still kind of married or was that yeah okay that so was I... <laughs> like in the middle of the separation or I don't even remember what was going on there um but yeah exactly <laughs> so he could not so, go yeah so I'm like okay we can go to my house so you know we're driving back to my house and uh, we exit 410, or, or we're on 410, and we're about to exit uh, the the exit to get people to my have, house. You people know, people have no idea what you're talking about. I have like probably four followers you. in San Antonio. Okay, sorry, you're you're talking to me. So basically, he's about to get off the highway right to the exit to get on the street to go to his house. Yes. Okay, God. And I like when you say that, I do know what you mean, and I'm seeing it in my head. But go ahead. And so we're coming up on the exit, and you know, the lights flash behind me, and she starts freaking out, and she's like, Oh man, you know, blah, 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 you know, getting all crazy. I'm like, Calm down. It's all right. We're just going to pull over. Uh, I guess I might have been speeding I wasn't paying attention to what speed I was going but if I was speeding it couldn't have been more than maybe a few miles you know maybe 10 miles over or something like that and uh, so she's like you should have been paying attention to your speed and now you know we're all just gonna get in trouble and I'm like just calm down it's okay I'll take care of it First of you all, know, it's the state of Texas. As long as she has a seatbelt on, she's not getting in trouble. You might get in trouble. Exactly. Like, bitch, calm the fuck down. I get you guys. Obviously, I was not a fan of Abby, as we're calling her. Um, homegirl wore pearls to the bar. Whatever. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I still love that. That's your biggest gripe about her is the pearls. Oh, I love your shirt. You guys, you can't see it. Oh. But he's wearing oh, a shirt yeah. that says Rise Up. Oh, yeah. I'm not wearing a shirt right now or else it would be my Hamilton shirt. I took it off and because I showered. So I'm just not wearing a t-shirt right now. I'm just wearing a sports bra. Because I get hot in my sleep. And I didn't well, want it to yeah. be all I didn't want it to be all sweaty and musty. 
Mark got me a Hamilton shirt. I'm obsessed with Hamilton. That is not the point of this episode. You know what? This let's just go ahead and this is the first episode. This is how the show is going to be. It's going to be me talking to people, real talk, not edited, super casual. And sometimes it's going to get random. And if you can't handle that, then go listen to my other podcast, Creative Crushing Anxiety. <laughs> a little bit more organized over there. But this is the truly muscle relaxers, DWI, cam girl, porn podcast. And that's how we're going to do things. And that's why I want to mark on here because. Because he's my best friend. I love you too. Oh, see, he <laughs> loves me. And that's recorded. That's documented. Okay, so cops are behind you. Sorry, this is like the climax of the story. And I totally take you up point. Yeah, so she's freaking out. Are, yeah, the cops pull up. And so I'm like, you're fine. It's all right. Don't worry about it. You know, the cop pulls up and, you know, he's like, you know why I pulled you over? Which never made any sense to me. Like, why is that a question? Like, why are we playing guessing games, bitch? Just tell me what you want. No, it's like, um, no, no. Was really. I speeding? Was I swerving? Uh, is it because I'm black? Can you just be like, yo, blackie, I pulled you over because you know why. Like, or hey, you were speeding. I pulled you over because you were speeding. Like, I hate that. I hate questions yeah. that are just like unnecessary. I hate conversation that's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Not questions. I'm just telling the story. <laughs> so yeah i'm like no i don't know why you pulled me over he's like well you were uh going over the speed limit and you seemed to be swerving a little bit and i was like swerving no i was i was in my lane he was like yeah but but you were swerving a little in the lane like that's not a thing yeah what does that even mean like who drives completely perfectly straight in the lane especially the where you're talking where where he is talking about there's like a curve like right before you kind of get towards the exit and then also like what if you fucking sneeze when you're driving yeah i think that is like i always have the question i'm like how many people die a year because they sneeze while driving and yeah sorry go ahead and so what did you say you were like fuck the police fuck the police well pretty much i mean i was just like (laughs) uh, i i mean I'm, I'm, I was like, well, I apologize. I didn't realize it. I, I, you know, seemed like I was still in my lane. And he's like, well, you were still in the lane, but you, you were swerving a little. He's like, well, where are you coming from? He's like, I, and he asked me, where are you coming from? And I was like, well, I, I don't have to answer that. And he was like, okay, what about you, miss? And uh, she's like, well, we're just coming from a... a uh, a bar uh, this with a fucking friend. bitch and I just looked at her and I was like and shut the fuck like, up okay <laughs> so you're leaving a bar and uh, he's like so how much do you guys have to drink and I was like I don't have to answer that and she was like oh we only had a couple of drinks and I was like <sighs> stop talking like- and uh why is she even talking? She's not the one driving. Exactly. Uh, like, it's her car and she's freaking out. Uh, and I'm like, stop talking. And uh, so he's like, uh, well, uh, you know, it, it does smell a little bit like alcohol in here. And I was like, well, yeah, you know, I, I am driving her back because, uh, or, or no, no. He was like, well, can I see your license and registration? I was like, well, here's my license, but um, you'd have to ask her for the registration and insurance because it's her car. And he was like, well, then why are you driving? Because she can't. And he was like, well, You're like I'm being a good fucking Samaritan. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, it, 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 I do smell a lot of alcohol. And he's like, well, you know, we're, I'm taking her home. And he was like, uh, well, uh, I, I'm going to need you to uh, do a uh, Little sobriety test? breathalyzer. Yeah. Oh, shit. And uh, said no, right. I did. And then he was like, well, this is, uh, it, it's one of those um, no refuse 
weekends, you know, because it was the holiday weekend or whatever. Fuck. And uh, what I didn't know at the time is even when that's a no refuse thing, all that means is that they have to take you to the central processing thing and draw blood instead. It doesn't mean that you can't refuse to take the breathalyzer. You guys hear that tip. I mean, I'm not encouraging you guys, but we do get in situations because like, obviously we all have different levels. Yes, there's a legal limit. Yes, we should try to abide by it. But you know, if you drink like three beers a day or two tequila sprites a day, you know what your tolerance is and you know if you're fine. I don't want to say, you know, I can't give this advice. This is like, like, I swear I don't have a lawyer, so I can't, but like, just know this in case you find yourself in the situation, because it's the beginning of the month that cop probably didn't make his quota in December. And he's looking for a, a catch. And I'm not saying all police are bad or anything. And maybe he thought he was doing the right thing, but like, just be aware of your rights. Like that basically my main point is be aware of your fucking rights. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, me, I'm usually pretty good about that sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, I didn't even, I did not know that that's what no refuse meant, you know. So I blew the breathalyzer and it came out to like a 0.10 or something like that. And what's the legal limit? Do you remember? 0.08. Yeah, it was like just over the legal limit. You should have been like, I was kissing her. Her alcohol got into my mouth. <laughs> right? But no. Yeah, so then he's like, well, I'm going to have to place you under arrest for driving under the influence, or no, for driving while intoxicated. I don't remember what the difference is between the two, but I'm pretty sure it was driving while intoxicated. Um, and uh, so she's like freaking out. And we're literally like down the street from my house. And so I'm like, well, you know, can we call my roommate so that he can come and pick up her car and take it back to the house? And he's like, no, I'm sorry. I can't let anybody else but the, the legal driver, you know, drive it. I'm like, well, she can't drive it. And if and she's giving like, permission, she's right there giving yeah. permission. Yeah. Wow. And he's like, he's like, no, I'm sorry. We're going to have to call a, a, a tow truck to come and impound it. I swear like, they're in cahoots what? with the tow truck companies here. I'm sure. And so I, I had to like sit in the back of the squad car because apparently they couldn't leave until the uh, tow truck came and got the car and she had to take an Uber home. Wow. Uh, and so they take me to the, uh, the, the, you know, little magistrate processing place the little holding bitch facility. i ain't been to jail i don't know <laughs> really you've never been downtown like it's not i went like downtown to get a bunch my, of times but the quarters for my name thing a for, couple weeks ago but i'm sure it's way different than because of like covid and everything so uh, i i haven't been to, in i haven't been downtown like clank clank and the only time i've ever experienced like being in jail was when I was in fifth grade and we took a tour with Dare and like that was very very protected (laughs) there's well there's this little holding place downtown where they put you it's basically like the drunk tank you know that's just it's a bunch of holding cells and you have to see the magistrate and then they give you a court date and you either you know bond out or they set bail or you know whatever was there a guy there that called himself Mr. Businessman? There was not, but there was <laughs> a guy um, who was sitting next to me and the cop that arrested me got mad at me because I was sitting there like having a conversation with the dude who was also in handcuffs sitting next to me and okay. telling me why he was there, which was also DWI. <laughs> the thing that I love and hate about Mark is like, I think both of us, like we attract people who just want to talk to us. And I fucking hate that shit. I'm like, I'm not your friend. Like, leave me alone. But Mark will sit out and have a full ass conversation with them. Like, and I'm just like, can we not? Can we just go about our lives? Like stranger danger, bitch. And (laughs) we traveled together pre-COVID. We traveled together a lot. And I'm always like, 
I only like I don't like want to make new friends. What is what is Penny off of Happy News say? I don't want to make any new friends. Only person I want to meet is my husband. Like, oh, can yeah. we not? <laughs> like, unless it's somebody telling us where the party's at, where the good food is at, like, just like making casual conversation. And they fucking love. Like, I feel like even when we're together, they do it to me less because you just seem so inviting, which I think is so funny because you look like the fucking Unabomber. And I'm like, <laughs> he's in all black. He has this long, stringy ass hair. And you're like, that's the guy I want to be friends with. And I'm like, fuck that. Like, mm-hmm. leave us alone so we can, like, talk about things and be ourselves. Pretty much. So you made friends with the, the drunk tank buddy. Yeah, so then he got all mad at me. He's actually the one that told me about the whole no refusal thing because he was actually there to get a blood test. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, that's good to know. And so um, they give you your phone and you have to write down like three phone numbers um, from your phone that you can call. And uh, so... I called Kyle, I think, or I think, no, I think I called Emily because Kyle was asleep. So Kyle is his, is his like, well, like not right now, but that was his previous roommate who we love. And he's been friends with Kyle longer than he's been friends with me. And Emily was also another roommate in the house that they had. And Emily was Kyle's sister. And I'm so glad you didn't call me because I remember at this time I was broke than a bitch. And I would have been like, ah, that sucks. Like, what's what's Doris? I would have asked you for your mom's number because I would not have been able to help you out. Yeah. So that's what... So I talked to Emily because she was the only one awake. At this time, Kyle was working mornings. So he was asleep. And... uh Emily was the only one up. So I called her and she was like, okay, well, let me see what I can do. Um, And then she or Kyle, one, I think she woke up Kyle and somehow Kyle ended up calling Lee. Um, And then Lee somehow ended up calling my parents. Oh my God. He called your parents. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that your mom knew about this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Fuck. Okay, I so I know Mark's not mom. really, like, anything that... So, okay, just a little backstory, since this is the first episode. The night that I came up with this podcast idea was about two weeks ago. Two or three weeks ago. Mark was not texting me back because he was being a little bitch. And I just... I don't know. I was talking to myself and the thought like, oh, I hope my mom isn't listening came to my mind. And I was like, that would be a bomb ass podcast. So I texted him. I was like, this is what happens when you don't text me back. I buy a URL and build a logo and I'm going to do a new podcast and you have to be on it. And I was like, well, what are you going to talk about it on your episodes? And he was like, uh, he's like, honestly, there's not much I wouldn't tell my mom. Mark, mom is a very lovely creature and fun and I have not got to see her drunk but I hear that there there has been circumstances my mom loves Jesus so I can't talk to her about shit um if I'm like oh my god mom I'm in so much pain right now she's like I'm gonna pray for you or take a shower or like oh this really sucks all right well you just have to let the Lord fight your battles like no so we have very different moms. And I was like, well, you don't have to talk about things that you, like, it doesn't have to be something you wouldn't tell your mom about because you can talk to your mom about most things, but just something that is kind of a taboo co- topic or something that people aren't necessarily something that we're talking about. Because you hear stories of people getting DWIs or MIPs even like back when you're younger, but no one very rarely, except for your close friends, tell you the story. Yeah. And when I think about it in this moment, this is the first time I've heard the story in detail like when, as you were telling it, I realized that things that I had assumed were completely wrong. I thought you went and picked her up. You were driving your car and you got pulled over. I didn't realize you oh, were driving yeah. her car. Yeah. Uh huh. Like, so obviously like I, so, okay, I'm sorry. So I just wanted to say that, that piece. Cause I get that like your mom is awesome. <laughs> Hispanic and is all like, Carana. Oh, that was super racist guys. So <laughs> but I like, it was a joking racist system. remember muscle relaxers and alcohol okay so called your parents and then what happened 
so Emily actually ended up seeing talking to a bail bondsman and getting me bailed out. Granted, I was in there for like almost 12 hours or something like that because I didn't actually get out. Like she didn't pick me up and take me home till almost like five in the afternoon. Oh, that's baby. Like, okay, so also you guys have to know that Mark works night. So he's like five in the afternoon. I'm like, that's evening. <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, you spent the whole day in jail and got out in the evening. Um, yeah, so I probably, let's see, I probably got arrested around like three, got to the jail around like four. And then I literally slept under a, uh, so they had these like benches where you could, sit and there was people a bunch of people sitting on a bunch of the benches and I literally just laid down on the floor and like crawled under the bench and went to sleep because it was really <laughs> bright in there <laughs> and yeah so like I was sleeping on and off like the whole time um I was in there until they uh they apparently forgot to pull me to see a magistrate I think the cop did it on purpose because he was mad that I was talking to the other guy. Or did they forget you because you were sleeping because you were sleeping under a fucking bench? Well, that's possible too. But yeah, they didn't end up coming to get me and like fingerprinting me and processing me until like I don't even know, probably like eleven or twelve in the afternoon. Wow. So did you have to go in front of a judge? Uh, the magistrate. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, they just assess flight risk and all of that and set bail and so I my bail would be such a flight risk yeah <laughs> so my bail was like ten thousand dollars or whatever God, it is well it sounds bad but really what they set bail at you only actually put up ten percent of it's like a thousand so, it, it was like, or, oh, no. So my bail was $1,000 because it was only $100 that I had to put up. Oh, okay. Then where the fuck did you come up with 10000 I don't know because it's late in math. <laughs> fair, fair. Go ahead, continue. Yeah, so it was only like $1,000. So and, uh, you're telling a story but my sister was texting me and it's like, what are you, why the fuck are you still awake? And I was like, because I'm recording this episode with Mark. And she's like, send me a picture of my sexy man. So I'm going to take a quick picture. Because okay. Mark and my sister have this really annoying love for each other and it's disgusting and gross. But Don't it's I... totally platonic, but then also like it's fun. Okay. So you go in front of them, you put the the hundred dollars up. I'll say the ten dollars up. <laughs> the hundred dollars up for Bell and Yeah, so I get bailed out and then um or or they post bail and then they have to process me, which took another like gajillion hours of me just like sitting there waiting for them to come back and be like okay you can leave now and uh they don't let you leave just like one at a time they put you in like groups and until the group is full then you can't go I guess or at least that's what they that did with me so random I would feel like if there was a bunch of criminals you would want to get them out separately so they don't like get in cahoots with each other yeah no they like separated us out put us into a different like holding cell where all these it was like a like a waiting cell or something because they were all waiting to get processed out to leave and uh like two of them were in there for possession and, like, another guy had a DUI and another dude, I don't even know what he was, why he was there. You're, like, murder. <laughs> yeah. So then um, I finally got released, like, almost 12 hours later. And I went home. And uh, at the time, I was working uh, from 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. And I actually had work that day. Oh, wow. So I went home. Uh, basically like changed got like refreshed and then went to work that night and it's so crazy to me that we're talking about this because I just imagine you like when you said I had work today I'm like oh you took a power nap and then you like logged on but I forget you had to actually go to a physical location back then. yeah yeah back then yeah I worked in a, a call center oh 
that's a whole different episode but okay so you went to work like you just went to work afterwards so yeah, what just, was just went to work what was and, the oh, process Gabby was working too oh so what was the process like like afterwards dealing with the logistics of everything uh i mean really after that it was just a matter of hiring a lawyer and then going to see you know showing up on my court date my lawyer was really awesome because he like knew all the like things to do to like extend her time so like instead of just showing up and being like i'm his lawyer he told me to go on my first day tell them um that i need to reschedule my court date because i'm still seeking legal representation and apparently you can do that like two or three times I feel like uh, that definitely needs to be known. That's another yeah. one of those like viewer, viewer or listener tips. Like if you don't have time to like present your case, as I put chapstick on while I'm doing this because my lips felt dry. If you don't have time, if you don't have time to prepare your case, like you can say like I need time. And I don't know if that's just the Texas thing, but even so, like it's good something. It's something to look into. Yeah. So then we just kept kicking it down the line, and then if the arresting officer doesn't show up for the court date then you can also get released on that but um the prosecutor actually rescheduled one of the court dates because the uh officer wasn't going to be there and they knew beforehand so they rescheduled it so that they wouldn't dismiss it Wow, so I thought that the dismissal thing only worked in like traffic court, which I don't know if that's still if that's still under the umbrella of traffic court or not. I mean, I guess so, because it's a moving violation; it's a traffic violation. Huh. Okay, that makes sense. Because I, I mean, I always knew that. Like, I always had heard that. Like, if you have a ticket, like you can hope you can go oh, find yeah. it in court and mm-hmm. hope that they don't show up. But I never would have thought that would have been the case with DWI. Like, I thought they would have used, I don't know, the breathalyzer results, like, not having to have the actual officer there. Wow, that's interesting, too. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and so my lawyer got it kicked down the line, like, months. So it happened in January, and I think I didn't actually have my actual court case until, like, August or something like that. And then finally, when we ran out of ways to kick it down the line, then he was like, well, now you've got a choice. You can either go to trial, probably lose because of the breathalyzer results, um, or you can um, take the the plea deal, which it's weird because what you do is you plead down to obstruction of a highway. Oh, and then you have to do all of these. I had to take like um, this alcohol awareness course. Uh, and <laughs> Sorry, then, that's not funny. Um, oh my God, it was so boring. But you have to take a, an alcohol awareness course that's like three weekends or something like that. Oh. Um, you have to do uh, community service. Like it was 240 hours of community service. But so what did you do? Thing about that is um you can actually donate a certain amount of money to the food bank for every hour that you are supposed to work so that's what I did and I just ended up paying like I think it was like $200 or $300 or something like that I mean yay for the food bank but then also like dude there was no community service I'm I'm curious about that because because obviously like I do community service basic well not community service but I volunteer yeah and it's like I'm like I wonder if that would count like not that I'm planning on getting like a ticket or anything but I'm like I feel like they're like that's a really good that that is actually good because it's like especially if you are the type of person who like has a crazy work schedule and you're like if I have to do this many hours I'm never gonna get any sleep and you're like well I can donate so much money or whatever I like I like the alternative. Um, oh, um, okay, okay, keep going. So yeah, I'm way too lazy to do community service, so I 
just paid the money. And then there's uh, like a fine you have to pay. It's like $2,000. And then, yeah, it's expensive. Don't get a DWI, kids. It's not worth it. It is not. It is not. Yeah, the whole thing probably ended up costing like probably close to like $10,000. With the lawyer and everything? Yeah, with the lawyer and the court fees and the fines and paying for all the classes and the, you know, the, the uh, uh, community service. Uh, you could have gave me that $10,000 for a down payment on my house. What the fuck were you thinking? I blame Abby. Exactly. <laughs> it, was, okay. it was probably closer to like seven or 8,000 to be honest. But still, like anything yeah. over two is like, why? Well, shit, let's be honest. Anything over $500, I'm like, wait, what? Or maybe anything over $10. It depends on the day of the week. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So thank you so much for sharing that story with us. If you could go back in time and talk to, I guess, maybe 29 year old Mark, what advice would you give him? Tell her to shut up. (laughs) And I think that, that you know, don't, you know, Uber home. (laughs) That. Uber and I don't even think Lyft was a thing here yet or I think it had just started and it got kicked out yeah that's when like around that time was when Lyft was real like suspect and spotty and like here and then not here and then they were fighting for whatever to get here yeah that was it was like right at the beginning of all of that so I mean yes I probably could have taken an Uber home but it really wasn't a thing that you, you thought about at the time I mean, no, that makes sense. That's fair. Um, so it's really funny that and when I'm glad that, that I asked you that question because it brought up something else when you answered it. I remember one night you were coming to pick me up so we could go drink. And right before you got there, I hear banging on the door and I literally think it's you. So I opened the door. I was like, why are you knocking like the damn police? And it is the police. Oh, you told me about that. Yeah. They were looking for. They were looking for person. some random person who had been using my address to the to my point, apartment I lived in at that time, who I guess had a warrant. And they're while they're talking to me, you walked up. Yeah. And they were like, "Well, can we search?" And I was like, "Super Sue, uh, Erica, the innocent over here." Like, yeah, go ahead and come in. Like, I didn't have shit to hide. Like, I was over twenty one, so yeah, I had alcohol there, but. That was about it. Like I didn't have drugs or anything, and they they I think they, didn't they make you wait outside? Mm-hmm. They made you wait outside while they walked in my apartment, and I had to stay there in the living room. Like, granted, it was a one bedroom apartment, so it's not like there was that much discovery to go through. But they were like, "Well, we just need to look for." Her. And then I remember they see a, a picture of my one of my friends, and they're like, "Oh, is this her?" And I'm like, "I know it definitely isn't." And I ended up googling the person. I was like, "Y'all are both blonde girls with white hair." Or white girls with blonde hair like yeah. that's the only thing and they were like is this her no I don't think that's her like they looked around my my very small apartment came in and I remember afterwards you were like dude you should ask them for a warrant and at that point like I wasn't worried about it but I even think about like there are corrupt people in the system in that if they wanted to plant something like when he went into my bedroom and I was standing in the living room, I went to follow him and the other officer told me not to go in there. So he very much could have like planted something. if he mm-hmm. And I wasn't even thinking because I was like, I don't have anything to hide. I don't know this person. Like it's whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you said that about like, when you were saying that earlier, it had made me think of it. And then when you brought it up, when I asked you that question, I thought about it again. And I was like, fuck. Like, you were the one that even then you were telling me like no like no like they didn't have a warrant or they didn't have like proof to search or da 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 and so yeah. even the fact that you were still trying to protect your rights because like I said we all know we all have different limits and there is a legal limit for whatever reason I don't know how it was created there's a legal limit but for some people that limit isn't applicable to their ability yeah we're different weights we're different like sizes we have different medical histories so like everything looks different 
and I think it was it was just a really good point to like know your rights and to understand them because I definitely I I've always known that you could refuse a breathalyzer but if a cop told me it's a no refuse weekend I would be like oh shit okay I wouldn't know that that meant you still have to go with me to get a blood test versus you still have to blow into this thing yeah Mm -hmm. so I think that's a really good point that you brought up yeah that's a good thing I wish I had known that (laughs) because <laughs> I probably wouldn't have gotten the DWI because yeah. by the time that they had found me and actually drawn the blood, there probably wouldn't have been anything in my system. Yeah, I've always been curious because I hear like usually like if, if you don't do the breathalyzer, but you go downtown to get the blood test, usually the blood test is better. Yeah, because it takes longer. And so there's more time for your blood alcohol to lower. Hmm which is what they're testing. Huh. Okay. Well, Martin, thank you so much for telling us your story, your tale of woe. Um, do you have any advice for the people listening? Um, yeah. You don't have to answer any of the questions that the cops ask. So don't. The only <laughs> thing you have to give them are your name, your a license and your registration and that's it hell fucking yeah did not know that either like even when they say where are you coming from you think that you have like I think that that is a very especially just the way that we're raised I feel like we think that anything a cop asks you you have to answer that's the fifth amendment you you have the right to not incriminate yourself which means you have the right to not say anything and then even so, like, as a Black person, I'm like, that's scary as hell. They were like, ma'am, where are you coming from? I'm like, that's none of your fucking business. Okay, well, maybe don't say it like that. Be like, I don't have to answer that. And they're like, correct. Yeah, yes, you do. I'm going to be like, if I was at a Black Lives Matter rally. Um, or I was, <laughs> shit, honestly, even I, I thought about this last night when I was trying to rush to the pharmacy to pick up my script. I was kind of speeding. And I was like, if they pull me over and they're like, ma'am, what do you need? I'm like, I'm going to get my prescription. But I, I had that, that moment of like, I didn't think I was going to like get locked up for the drunk tank because I wasn't drinking or anything. But mm. like just that, like knowing what you, what you have to and what you don't have to say and what, how you can protect yourself. I think that's really, really big. So I appreciate you for bringing that to the table. You're welcome. <laughs> well mike thank you so much we definitely are gonna have you back on sounds good to me all right bye bye this has been mom i hope you're not listening hosted by me dia darling if you enjoyed the show leave a review on apple Podcasts. you can also subscribe on apple podcast stitcher and wherever you listen to podcasts really Visit momandhopeyourenotlistening.com for more or to submit an episode suggestion. I'll catch you next time.